It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Rarlene Von Darlene. All hail the King of Ginger Ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? Just living the dream. Living the, dr- living yeah. the quarantine dream, baby. How are things, how are things going? Uh, people are at each other's throats <laughs> all the time. I'm yep. lucky I have a, uh, a door which locks yeah. most days, but you know, yeah. I'm, I'm not alone there. I'm not alone. There, no, you know? no, no, you're not. I'll tell you what people are doing is they're watching uh, anything, anything and everything. Oh, the NBA sick. tried putting on horse. I heard about that. Was Paul Pierce lost? I didn't see a second of it, but all mm-hmm. everybody was making fun of was everybody's internet connections. I guess it was just a disaster. Oh, really? Yeah, like because they were all on their own. Nobody was playing together. They're all on like different courts because they got to be apart. So they would like stream it and they're like, all right, I'm going to shoot one like this. And then they'd do it on their hoop and then they would do it. And it was all like on like Zoom or Skype. And I guess Ugh. some people, oh, it's not, it's not good. That's not good. You know what I did this weekend, Ryan? What's that? I recorded myself playing Super Mario Brothers 2. I saw that. Yeah. And you yeah. beat it. I beat the game in like 20 something minutes. Some swearing. I cussed. There was some yeah. swearing towards the end. Yeah. There was some swearing. It was, it was yeah. getting a little touch and go there for a little bit. But I think I might do more of these with the old games. The problem is I've sort of set myself up where it looks like I'm going to be able to beat every game. And I assure right. you that I will not. So that's, I mean, that, what I've found in my streaming career, and it's a lot like NASCAR, where people really like a good race and they yes. like a, a like a wired, like a photo finish. Mm-hmm. But what they like more are the crashes. Yeah, good point. I think people... People like are more entertained lose when, my you, mind. You, when you lose your shit. Yep. Yeah. So maybe I'll play some games that I'm not great at and just, and then it's, it's the first run through. Like, I don't have a lot of time. Like, you know how it is. I know uh, how it is. You got kids, no time. Kids kid to sleep for an hour. Mm-hmm. I got, I have an hour. I can't like replay the game. So that's nope. it. That's what you get. That's what you get. In fact, if I sometimes. Throw my controller through the window. That's <laughs> what it's going to be like that. Stream could end with a crying baby and then boop. That's it. Like, <laughs> wait, wait a minute. You're, you're still playing. Like, nope. We're not done. Playing. Not Does playing she sleep in the Bjorn yet? She doesn't sleep in the Bjorn, but she likes to be in there and look around and all that stuff. Yeah. So if you get her to sleep, you spin her around and then just play, just play. So I her right in there. I would have to like stand up and like rock the baby a little bit. Like oh, that's bounce. not bad. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. But I, I like get my exercise. I get my squats in. You know, okay. That all right. No yeah. big deal. All right. You got the everybody's doing that Herschel Walker workout right now. You know. Yeah, I guess. No yeah. weights. Me... No weights. Stairs. Stairs. Wasn't he, wasn't he famous running stairs? And no, he did all push-ups, sit-ups, like pull-ups. Push-ups and sit-ups, and he claimed like he could bench like a million pounds. I was like, hmm. all right, let's do that. Be nice. Get on that. Maybe, maybe that'll be my new thing. I'll do the Herschel Walker could workout. Be. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, all right. Right, you ready for the uh, the news? Sure, let's do that. All right, here we go. First things first. The eighth episode they're calling it of the Tiger King was released Sunday on Netflix, and it was entitled "The Tiger King and I," mm-hmm. and it was hosted by Joel McHale. It was forty minutes long. Joel McHale interviews again virtually, like we're doing with all these things now. Yep. Uh, like FaceTime basically with, I would say, all of the main characters, but Joe Exotic, Carol Baskin, Doc Antle. So all of the main characters, except for the actual main characters. All of the B characters, I should yeah. probably say. The B squad. Yeah. Probably the main, the biggest main character you spoke with is probably Jeff Lowe. Yes, he's Jeff Lowe and wife. And Jeff Lauren, Lauren Lowe. 
and yeah. Lauren Lowe. The hot nanny was not there. Mm-mm. They mentioned her, but they, it was they not there. Yeah. And so basically, they ripped through, and each person got about five minutes or so. Yep. And then they got through. Now, one of the things that people are talking about today is actually a story that you told us last yes. episode because Robert Kirkman, the guy who's like the director producer of Joe Exotic TV and the reality show guy, he told David Spade the same story that he told Joel McHale about the horse. Yes, about the old lady and the horse. Yep. Which is which a sounds, terrible, terrible story. The old lady and the horse sounds like a setup to a joke. It is not. It, it is not. Yeah. In fact, it's the opposite. Although I still blame the lady. I'll be honest. Yeah, you kind of blame the lady there. But the, if you're an old lady in like, was it Winneville, Oklahoma? Oklahoma? Yep. Like, what, what are you going to do with a horse that you can't take care of? I'm not going to bring it to a guy that has 200 tigers and feeds them weak old meat. Yeah, well, they got live meat that day, didn't I'll they? T- I'll tell you, I'm not doing that. Let me ask you uh, this, Ryan. Mm-hmm. What do you think of it? Is it worth doing a standalone no. episode on? No, it's not. And I'll tell you why. And it's not for the reason you think. It's the reason. Here's a soft reason. The one reason that I wouldn't do that. Watch David Spade's lo-fi interviews with these people. He spends more time with them and you get more information from them. Okay. Um, You know what my biggest takeaway from that whole thing was? That 40-minute coach? Just how much everybody hates Joe Exotic. That well, I mean that you get. I guess we already kind of knew, but yeah. like, I don't like Joel McHale. Mm. I think he's a smug prick. I, well, there's no really dancing around that. I was going to ask you about Joel McHale because I personally never really got into Community. I was, no, it's, that's on Netflix now. I started watching that. I I kind of I get it, but like, it seemed it seemed as though like. He's a shittier, he's a much shittier Craig Kilborn. Oh, yeah. and like, I love Craig Kilborn. And it seemed at times, like when he was talking to Cowie and he was talking to Renke and he was talking to like John Finley and Saf, like he was kind of like making fun of them. He was trying to make fun of them, but then he would like cover it up with like, oh, this is a question from Facebook. Yeah, like and he, they didn't like get it or like didn't yeah. think it was funny. And then there was like these weird, awkward pauses in the interview. It's one thing to me to make fun of Jeff Lowe for his affliction shirts. Yeah. It's another thing to be making fun of John Finley for like his, his teeth. teeth and his like shirts. It's like, yeah, dude, he's not wearing a, he's wearing a shirt now. What do you want? Yeah, so they're wearing like, one he now. Made fun of his yeah. shitty goatee. But like the one know. question I did want an answer to, and the one funny question is like, why did they was that guy Alan? Why did they interview him in the bathtub? <laughs> yeah, like, that's, a, that's a question, but like they they had some good answers when they were talking about who could play who in a movie. Mm-hmm. And when Renke was like Matthew McConaughey, I was like, like spot on. Or when uh, Kirkham was like Billy Bob Thornton, I'm like, definitely fucking dead ringer. I was thinking dead ringer for Kirkham, either Billy Bob Thornton or the bad guy from Jurassic Park Two. Oh, remember where the hat? Remember he was like the guy who was like shooting the dinosaurs. No. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that guy because he looks yeah. kind of, he wore basically the same clothes. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean it was. It was nothing crazy. I'm glad, and it was not, you know, I didn't learn anything new. No, you didn't. But again, if you didn't watch the David Spade stuff, maybe yeah. you would have learned some some new stuff. And I think I think like you said, I mean, I think the biggest takeaway is that like every like they kind of make Joe Exotic into like this tragic hero, like you know, he was set up or like they kind of spin it in that such a way. And then you have the people who are closest to him be like, No, fuck that guy. Hate him. They like, hate fuck him. that guy. Yeah. I think Saf was the only one that like doesn't want to see him die in prison. Yeah. Everybody else was like, "This guy sucks," and like, yeah. even if even if he didn't do the murder for hire with Carol Baskin, like he killed all these tigers. He was like, he's a shitty, shitty guy. Yeah, and that's what what's it? Lauren Lowe is like. He admitted that. Yeah, 
Like so the stuff that it, they actually got him for, like the, he admitted to doing that. Is it just me or does the zoo, again, it's still cruelty because these wild animals shouldn't be mm-hmm. in a zoo in Oklahoma. But is it just me or does it seem like the conditions are a little bit better? Well, the other thing, too, is like Saf brought up a really good point. And I think he so what he said that made a lot of sense to me is like, look, I know it's like, well, do you do you think that animals should be in captivity? Oh, right. And he was like, like, no, but like, no. But at the same time, like, I can't put these things back into the wild. And like, that's the point. Like they were raised in captivity. You can't put a captive tiger into a jungle. But then the problem is, like, but the question is, and they didn't even ask this, like, are they still breeding them? Yeah, so they didn't even ask that. They didn't really, there was a lot of things they didn't really ask. It was very generic. It was, who's going to play you in the movie? Who is, uh, or what do you think should happen with Joe Exotic? Uh, what's the reaction that people are giving to you after the documentary's been out? Yeah, it was like, there's the no, like, hey, Jeff Lowe, are you still planning on making this massive zoo that you were going to make? Yeah. Like, what happened, what happened to that? Yeah, and, what happened to what that other guy? Because uh, oh, everyone's guy. like Joe or John or Jim. Tim Stark. Or something. Yeah. Wasn't it Tim Stark with the monkey? Tim Stark, yeah. But it was like, what the... Uh, like, because Eric Cowie still works for him, it sounds like. Yep. He's still working there at the zoo. And he was like, I just want to clear something up. I've never done meth. I'm just old, and that's why my teeth look like this. <laughs> like, yeah, fair enough. I also like when he was... Everybody, everybody, even Saf, was like, all right, were you loyal to the animals or loyal to Joe? Oh, like, everybody, animals. please. Animals. Animals. Like if, if like you had to shoot a tiger in the head or Joe Exotic in the head, they're like Joe. They're no, like, like Joe they didn't, didn't even, even like the. They're like Joe didn't even like the animals. Yeah, and they were like that one time that like there's like that photo of him in there. Like one of them, one of the tigers was blind and the other one was <laughs> uh, tranked. That's the only reason why he was able to be in there. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, it was it was fine. I mean, I watched fine. it and like. But yeah, we can't really do a whole episode. No, on we that. can't do a whole episode in a forty-minute thing that I didn't really care about. There's not enough there, yeah. Brian. This is this is also in the news. Apparently, mm-hmm. uh, at least according to the internet, uh, John Krasinski met with somebody up there with the MCU. They didn't it's get into specifics, time. but everybody's saying Reed Richards, Mister Fantastic, has to be. And I don't Emily know who Blunt else is, it would be. Emily Blunt has to be. Has to be. Has to be. Uh, Sue Storm. Sue Storm. Yeah, the Invisible Woman. Has to not, be like not this. Confused with Elizabeth Moss. Boom. Call back to last week. Like there was a. I can't think of like a, a time in casting where I was like, yeah, of course. Yeah, this one makes of a lot of sense. Like, right. of course he is. Like when, uh, um, except for Billy Bob Thornton as Robert Kirkman. Oh, yeah, like of course he. Why wouldn't he? As <laughs> and or like Matthew McConaughey is like uh, Rank John Ranky. Yeah, like yeah, it. that makes sense. <laughs> you know, that's it. It just fits like that. Like, yeah, they're the right age. They're the right couple to do it. Mm-hmm. They've been in movies together. Great chemistry. Have him direct it. Give him a shot. Let Why him direct not? it. Why not? He's got Although shot. the way the MCU is, you got to direct it the way they want you to direct it, or they'll just find new directors anyway. So yeah. give them a start, and then then go from there. Uh, Ryan, the Saturday Night Live gave it mm-hmm. a shot this past Saturday, and they did all like at-home clips. They even had Tom yep. Hanks host did like a little monologue in his kitchen or whatever. And then it was, they basically gave everybody a crack at it. They were like, give us your best, like four minutes. And mm-hmm. I'll be honest. I similar hit rate to the regular show. Like I still watch the yeah. show a decent amount. And every week there's funny ones, not funny ones and stuff in between. I thought it was pretty similar to be honest. It was pretty similar. Like there were some things like the one with uh, Kate McKinnon and AD Bryant, like the two secretaries who didn't know how to use zoom. That one went on too long. 
I did, but like I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the one Mikey Day did where he was the streamer. That was hilarious. Thought, and I've seen I like I've seen that so many times. The one gripe I had with that, and I texted you on the yeah. side. Like it said, he was playing Warzone, but he wasn't actually playing Warzone. He was playing Team Deathmatch, in which Rust, made which made sense which, though to me because he, he wanted more. to be like, "Hey, I'm playing Warzone. I haven't played it yet because it's like the most popular game." And like mm-hmm. the point was like, "I haven't played it yet." But then also they didn't want him to drop in and get killed every time because I think it takes too much time. So they already had him on the ground, and he kept getting shot. He's like, "Ah, I, I can't even see him. Where where was he?" Like, um, that was pretty funny. And the pl- the funniest part was like, yeah. And then he started playing Mario. He's like, something happened to the game. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what yeah, happened. Yeah, like, I don't know what happened. I, I was just figuring out the controls, but something happened I take there, it in now. The internet. Now I'm doing a Mario speed run. He dies immediately. First guy killed him. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so I'm. that's fun. I mean, that was funny to me, but I don't know if that yeah, was funny to anybody else. I don't know. I thought there was, a, there was a couple that weren't bad. They had Larry David did another Bernie Sanders, which was pretty funny. Yeah. So uh, I'm trying to think of anything else that like stood out to me that was funny. Uh, they did middle-aged mutant ninja turtles. Yeah, which was just kind of like cartoon. sad. Yeah. Oh, and then that girl Chloe, who does um, a bunch of impressions. She did Carol Baskin. Oh yeah, the master class with she, master class was really good. She did yeah. Timothy Chalamet, mm-hmm. and then she did uh, apparently a character from Dance Moms who I've never oh, seen. Yeah, so my girls are like her name is JoJo Siwa. So she my makes wife said like, she does like the perfect impression of her. It's the girl is like yeah. a maniac. Okay. And she's uh-huh. like 17, 18 years old. And she just like runs around and screams the whole time. And just, I don't know. Like, you know, those, like, you see those big bows that girls wear. They're called Jojo bows. Like they're called oh, wow. her, her, her and her mother, wow. like marketed those big bows. Jesus. Yeah. I don't well, know. Hey, you know, it was, yeah, it was pretty spot on though. She does a really good job. Pretty good. Yeah. Brian, cool cats and kittens. Those, uh, hey, cool cats and kittens. She's like, <laughs> and I didn't kill my husband. Like, doesn't open her mouth and like yeah. doesn't blink. Pretty good. Ryan, those pick three things on the uh, Twitter are very mm-hmm. popular. Sure are. I kind of gave in because I did one before with a little bit of a, a little wink and a nod. I did the would you rather. Yeah. Um, but then I did a few. I did. Uh, I picked nine video games, and then today I put one out: nine horror movies. Mm-hmm. And so the nine video games were Super Mario Three, NHL Ninety Four, uh, Mega Man Two, Arkham City, The Last of Us, Overwatch, Mario Kart, Grand Theft, Grand Theft Auto Five, five yeah. and one other one. And Super Mario Three was on like everybody's list. It felt like not mine. Not yours, but Not just mine. about everybody else. Mm-hmm. You went with the middle row, right? I went with the middle row. So I went The Last of Us, Arkham City, and Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah, makes sense. Which are all technically next-gen console. Well, Last of Us was PlayStation 3, but you yeah. get the idea. Um, yeah, yeah, but still. Still. Games I will play, I'd play them right now. If you put it yeah. in front of me, I'll play it. Ryan, speaking of video games, what do you say get to the old uh, video game minute? And I do have some of it. Okay. What so right, right after we finished our podcast last week, PlayStation dropped a picture of the new PlayStation controller. Yeah. And not great. Not great. So I'm told we didn't see the bottom of it, but I'm told there are paddles underneath. Oh yeah. Like the, like the trigger paddles underneath. Yep. Um, And the game comes equipped with the, this is just rumors, but they have a patent for it. There's a heartbeat sensor in it. Oh yeah. You said you'd mentioned this before. So like, yeah. So like there's, um, I don't know what they're going to do with that so much i don't really love it to be honest but maybe like yeah i don't know i don't know what they're gonna do with it but yeah. um 
So that's so the picture came out. It looks pretty sleek, and I'm not the design is not so crazy. Remember when they had the first, like the first, or was a PlayStation Two, like the concept art for the like the that controller that looked like a boomerang, it looked like a batarang. Yeah, 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 yeah. Remember yeah. that? So like, yeah. it's not anything crazy. Like it right. looks just like a high end. It like seems. But what I thought at first was. They're like, all right, so the people who are used to Xbox controllers, it's not that. The people who are used to PlayStation controllers, it's not that. It's like a hybrid of the two. Which could, like, the one thing that I really like about Xbox controllers um, that I've always said uh, is the weight. Yeah, I love that there's, like, some weight. Like, the PlayStation controllers as they stand right now are pretty light. There's mm-hmm. some, like, heft to, like, that Xbox controller that yeah, it has, like, like a little weight to it. Put your um, weight on it. Exactly. So, hopefully, this is this bridges the gap a little bit. Yeah, it could. It'll, because if you're a PlayStation player, like you're not going to want an Xbox controller. No, it feels completely different. No, um, right, so, right. Um, but I would like so what I would like them to do is kind of there are these third these aftermarket controllers like scuffs that you can buy that are super expensive and su- you can customize them and whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, just give me that. Just do what they do, but include it. Yeah, you know, just make it like with uh, like tri- like you can customize the triggers and like do all that stuff with like little paddles underneath. Like that'd be great um i've been playing the final fantasy 7 remake i'm about three hours in how's that uh it looks great it feels great the new combat system is incredibly fluid it's not turn-based anymore you can play it turn-based but like i've been playing it the way you're supposed to play it um but i didn't know this and i wish someone had told me this ahead of time it's not the whole game what yeah what they take out like they're apparently releasing it like in stages oh oh, oh, i got that so like eventually it'll be the whole game but like i oh, thought it was all self-contained. <laughs> yeah so I'm, I'm like great so i I found that out after the fact so i'm like wait a minute it's only i'm not done yet but like obviously like i'm i know it's not going to be yeah um so there's that uh the other game i played a little bit and this is not this is a niche thing but like people are i do have an oculus so i was playing half-life alex the new half-life thing that's vr mm-hmm. it's fucking great it, it's like it's awesome um okay. it's a little disorienting uh with the vr i haven't played a first person shooter in vr before and now let me i'm here to you tell you sick you get a little, got a little i got i got a little sick oh my god I got a little sick um that's what the ginger ale's for that's what the gingy's for just got balance it right here. out your tum tum um Warzone has surpassed 50 million players that like play us play us and that's yeah. that's a big number for them that's awesome good stuff there uh shime and i did get valorant drops so we've been playing valorant all week and in the closed beta Oh, it's fucking hard. It's ruthless, it? mm. but it's um, it's really, really hard okay. uh, to get good at. If you're a Counter Strike player, you're going to be good at it right away. Right. Uh, you Counter Strike players are going to be better at this than Overwatch players, and people are talking about how it's like a marriage between the two. Yeah, damn it. But the abilities aren't as powerful as you think they are. Okay. And people who are good at aiming with a keyboard and mouse are going to be really fucking good at this game. Got it. Um, and the last bit of news, uh, that, as always, uh, the digital Red Sox and Bruins are marching on. Oh, uh, the, good for the, them. The Bruins took a 2-1 lead over the Columbus Blue Jackets um, mm. in the in the best of seven series. The Red Sox are currently a half game above the Yankees for the American League East lead. Very nice. Um, and both of those teams will be back in action tomorrow night on Tuesday. Wow. Tuesday night. Uh, in, a, in a digital doubleheader. So that's exciting stuff, roll. Ryan. And we might yeah. have something uh, special in store for Marathon Monday coming mm-hmm. up as well. So stay tuned for that. We will let you know as soon as we have that. Is that it? That'll Did do it. For me. All right, Ryan, let me ask you something. Are you ready for the topic du jour? 
Is it some sort of soup? Well, I'm glad you asked. It is the topic of the day. And today it is Ozark. Yeah. The Netflix series Ozark. We're going to focus mainly on season three. But since we didn't do an episode for one or two, we'll hit on stuff that happened there as well. It is three seasons, 30 total episodes, all on Netflix. They're all right around an hour, like 55 minutes, hour long episodes. We will begin uh, spoiler free, Ryan. Um, let me do it this way. Season one, did you like it? Yes. Season two, did you like it? Not really. Season three, did you like it? Oh, yes. I have very similar. We're not going to fight much over this. We're not going to fight much over this, no. Season one, and I remember, I think one of the reasons why we didn't do an episode on it was I watched it a lot sooner than you did. Yes. And I forget what was out around that time. We were probably doing movies because that's back when they released movies in the theater. So mm-hmm. we were doing that or other TV shows. And I remember being like, I really like the show, mainly because it's J.C. Bateman. I liked mm-hmm. it. It was good. And then you eventually got there and watched it, but we'd already sort of passed it by. Then season two came out, and we both watched it, and we were both like, not as good as the first season. No, so not nearly as good as the first it. season. Yeah. And then season three came out, and to me, far and away the best of the three seasons. Far and away. Yeah. Which goes to, there's that theory that if a show gets to the third season, that will be the best season. Is that really a theory? No, that's like, <laughs> even if the show continues on, like no matter what. So like the did, third season is the best season. Is Breaking Bad season three the best season? Isn't it probably so. four? Uh, we got, like the examples that people have given, The Office, season three is probably the best. Season three is the best one. Uh, Parks and Rec. I know those two kind of go hand in hand. So, Breaking Bad is up there. The Sopranos. The Wire. You can definitely the make wire. a case. It's either three yeah. or four for The Wire, so you can make so that like, case. If, the third season is when, and I think it's the idea that like hmm. season one is all set up. Season yep. two's development and season three, you get a lot of payoff. Interesting. Yeah, I could see that. You know, and now, this one we definitely did. Oh boy. Oh it, it boy. Definitely followed that. Yeah. So this series gets a lot of uh comparisons to Breaking Bad. And that's yeah. how people sort of try to rope you in at the beginning, which is both good and bad for Ozark. Because one, I think it gets people in the door because they're like, oh, anything that's even compared to Ozark, I'll watch it. But then it also does it a disservice because Breaking Bad's one of the handful of greatest shows of all time and this show although is good it has way more flaws and it's just not as it's not as tight like not as tight yeah there is nothing in breaking bad that goes kind of unaccounted for right especially yeah there's a couple seasons there where you're like every little detail is on everything matters and like what i feel like ozark tried to do that and then they what is great about this show and what is kind of at times it's Achilles heel is the pace. Like sometimes they wrap things up way too quickly. Yes. And sometimes they do things that take forever. Right. To wrap up. So like you need to kind of find that balance of like story arcs and like when characters, when they come and when they go. I also thought, and uh, again, this is spoiler free. And so I won't say the names, but to me, one of the other reasons why season three stands out as the best is because there were more characters on screen that I cared about more yep. often. Mm-hmm. And there was a new character in season three who, if you didn't like this character, maybe it wouldn't be your favorite because it was a pretty important new mm-hmm. character. Whereas there were characters that didn't make it through seasons one and two 
which I, as a viewer, I was happy that didn't. Yes. Because I was like, I'm getting so annoyed. And whether it was the character, the actor, the just whatever, like the storylines, whatever it was, I'm like, I'm done with these guys. Yes, yes. You know? I think I know exactly who you're talking about. And so that's and why like, I'm I thought... I'm done with this. Yeah. That's why, like, season three... Because the 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 main family is mm-hmm. Jason Bateman, Laura Linney, their daughter and their son. Yeah, like those four are all good, and like so you can focus on them. And then there's like some other offshoot characters. But if you get too far down the line, I'm like, and that's what I think season two kind of suffered from as well. Was like, we're doing this character now, and like this guy, this guy is getting a lot yeah. of screen time. So that's what I would say about that. The um. The overall story, though, of it, again, you have Jason Bateman, the character. I guess he's sort of your Walter White, mm-hmm. um, although it's different because Walter White really went from teacher to <laughs> teacher you know, to like just just drug the kingpin, yeah, greatest drug kingpin of all time. A little bit different than what sort of Jason Bateman's character is, but I think you get invested in him almost immediately, right. and then from because- there, it's some of the other characters, whether you choose to like him or not. And I think what the that character, Marty Bird, like he's good at one thing and really nothing else. Like he's good at one specific thing. Whereas Walter White was kind of learning a process. Right. Like with like trials and errors. Right. Like this guy was good at this from the first episode. Right. And yeah. how he like if Walter White was if if the first episode of Breaking Bad where Walter White was making meth and he was really good at it. And then shit happened like that. Like you right. see the, the best part of Breaking Bad is they see the shift yes. in Walter White. Right. And you're like, he, I guess he always was a bad guy, but we never right. really we never really knew it in this sense. And, this and, then, one, uh, the, and then juxtaposed Jesse, the Jesse character. Yeah. Who you really, think is this piece of shit and right. ultimately redeems himself. You right. know, uh, and this is just like Marty Bird's kind of a shitty guy from the start. Right. And like the you stuff know. that they can deal with and the stuff that they do and it's yeah. all it's all money laundering. Um but yeah, uh like action or comedy, any like any of those about it's there more, are some story driven. There are there is stri- some violence, so there's some good like violent scenes. And there are some like surprisingly funny parts. Yeah. Especially in the first season. Yeah. Cause but Bateman I, think, yeah. I feel like Jason Bateman and I don't have any problem with this. Like there are certain actors who are like, Oh, he plays the same guy. Like fine like will ferrell vince vaughn they made careers out of playing the same guy right you know let's face it sort of like al pacino to a different degree but we were talking about that it depends on what the character is it does but i think i think jason bateman does a good job where it like arrested development and then this are two completely different shows but the way that he sort of interacts with other characters remains the same yeah and was it you you were telling me that someone said it it wasn't my words no, it was it was another actor who said this. Yeah. They're like nobody receives like dialogue on a, in a scene better than Jason Bateman. And I think it was like Sudeikis or someone like that was like, oh, that makes sense from Horrible and, Bosses. And, and, he, and he was like, I would the what made so fun like ad libbing on that show was his response to it. It wasn't what I said; it was his response to it. Incredible, and and so he does that in this. Although it's not a comedy, there are a couple funny parts or whatever, but. It's it's that same kind of cadence that he has, and just sort yeah. of like looking like away from the character, and kind of just like nodding his head, and just like yeah. There's like that stoic like anger that he has, where he's like pissed at somebody, but he doesn't right. like vocalize it or like you don't he's see like, it. Never you really lashes out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty good. Would you call this a must binge series? I would say soft yes. Watch it. 
Um, it's tricky. I think also right tricky. now when people are looking for stuff, I think episode three was so so good, and I really enjoyed watching it. That mm-hmm. I'd be like, watch episode one, uh, which I think you'll like right away. Yeah, and then get through the first season. And then from there, you know, again, season two, I don't think is anybody's favorite, but it's not terrible TV either, you know? So I would definitely, I would highly, highly recommend Ozark because right now that's all you're getting all the time. Like my, I've been recommending shows left and right to my dad and he just started this one. I'm like, just watch, watch Ozark. Pretty good. Uh, Do you want to do dork score per season or for the overall series? I was just trying to do some quick math on how I would rate, rate the seasons. Um, I would, I think looking at it, I would rather go by season. All right. So season one, and I didn't, I didn't rewatch one and two prior mm-hmm. to season three, but like, I, I know what happens. Season one, I would say was probably like a four and a half. Right on. Is that right what you on. Had? That's yeah. exactly what I had. Season two, my guess is the day after I finished, I would have said like a four, but then like in hindsight, it's more like a three and a half. I gave it a three, maybe even a three. Yeah. Uh, and then this season, I'm going, I've given out a lot of these this year. It's been a decent year for stuff I've watched, but I'm going to go rock hard five. The, that's, we are, I, this is the first time we've ever had, we are, we are right on. Yeah. Other than like, I would give season two a three, yep. which we'll okay. get into. And then, which you could be easily persuaded to talk down to a three. Yes. Easily. So we are right. We are, this is the first time we are simpatico. We are simpatico. Ozark. Yeah. We feel about Ozark the same goddamn way. But, but season, overall, if yeah. you if you do the math on that, it's a four. It's like a f- and change, four and change. And yeah. so at this point, that's worth watching. There's a lot of shit out there. Yeah, and again, yeah. like you, it's the worst endorsement to talk about a show and be like, you just have to get through this. Um, there's enough good in season two. Yeah. Um, but again, there are some storylines that you're like, come on, like come on. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But there's some um, good character development too. Like, and I think the reason why season three is, characters. Yeah, because the reason why yeah. season three is so good is because some of the shit that happened in season two. Right. And even though that took that may have taken a little bit longer to get to than you would have liked, mm-hmm. I think it pays off in three. And three moves a lot faster, you know? Yes. Like stuff that you're like, Oh, I wonder if they're gonna oh nope, yeah, there they are. Yeah, they finished they're it in there. that episode. They yeah, took care of it in one episode. Yeah. Anything else non spoiler? No, it's it's definitely worth a watch. It's one of the it's not the best Netflix show, but it's one of the better ones. It's yep. one of the better Netflix shows that they they have. I haven't seen Narcos yet, but I'm told that's better. So I couldn't get through the first couple episodes of Narcos. I couldn't. All right, and I maybe, maybe I got to give it another go. But I, I did not get that really. Away. Yeah, I did not love it. Right after right. I finished The Wire. Yeah, you'll you'll get there. And the leftovers. And the leftovers. Yeah, you gotta watch those shows. All right, here we go. Let's go to spoilers for Ozark. Uh, for all three seasons, we're going to be doing mostly season three. So when I mentioned the big difference between three and the first two seasons, uh, it was Wendy's brother, Ben, mm-hmm. played by the guy who played Ward Meacham in Iron Fist. Yes, who was and great. He was great in that. And he, he was, was good. He, like, it wasn't his fault that the first season no. sucked. The second season kind of redeemed it a little bit. The first and season I, was terrible. Was, but he was great in this. He was incredible. He was incredible. He was incredible in this. Now, there was a scene, one of my favorite scenes in the whole show and this is before you really knew the the full scope of ben the character's mm-hmm. name is ben um you find out later on that he's bipolar and and it has to deal with he's been dealing with that obviously yeah. his whole life but there's a scene where you're introduced to him and he is a substitute teacher yep and he takes the phones away because like they're picking up they're like cyber bullying some girl right so he takes everybody's phones away 
He walks outside, and you have no idea. You're like, I don't know if he's a sub. I don't know, like, what. I have no idea what his backstory is. I don't yeah. even know who he is. He takes all the phones, throws them in a wood chipper. Yep. The kids are screaming at him. The guy who's running the wood chipper walks out. He's like, hey, dude, what's going on? He full speed spears him, like edge, yep. and then mm-hmm. just starts beating the shit out of him. I, like, like laughed out loud. I was like, yeah. what is going on here? Um, that was a good know, introduction. Felt, it was a good introduction to him, and like, but you didn't know who he was. I mean, that was the that was the cool thing. Like, they yeah. didn't say who he was. No, um, you had no, you had no clue. And then you find out that it's and and the cool thing was is they they mention him in season one when they're talking about uh, Jonah when they they're talking about Jonah. Jonah to, yes, and they're like he's. I hope he's just not like my brother or something like that. So this then, part that I love because mm-hmm. one of my I don't know if it's a pet peeve or not, but one thing that's very lazy in more mostly sitcoms where they do they're like oh man we have so many goddamn seasons um introduce uh another kid like introduce like a relative that we've never referred to ever on the show and bring them in and so at first you're like oh is this just kind of they needed more characters and let's bring in a wendy brother but like no they did set this up before and they made some sort of weird comment about like he's not like him is he yeah and And the other the other thing that i what you needed to do too is introduce somebody into the family who's kind of like an out like outside looking in being like no wait because mm. one of the great things that happens with the birds in season 2 and then in season 3 is like all the fucked up stuff they do is now normal. They don't bat an eye. In fact, they there's don't a great bat an scene. Eye. There's an incredible scene with Ben and Wendy claims that Ben put jonah at risk like you put my son in danger my family in danger what the fuck are you talking and he's like like like, all this shit like marty's going to like mexico he's like this they're coming after them and they're all walking around fine like every single person is like and i put him in danger like and that's what's crazy is you have this character uh who is bipolar and he's trying to explain to his sister that what they're doing is not normal right and And yet they're they're making him and they're like, yeah. come on, like, dude, like you gotta you gotta get a grip on this. And he's like, What? Like, you guys, this is insane. The Mexican drug cartel, like you're dealing with. Right. And like he's he's clearly been kidnapped. Like yeah. you guys are doing like dead drops with like the Kansas City mob. Right. right? And like I'm crazy because I, I chased yeah. after my girlfriend in a car. Like, and that yeah. and that's like that that crazy, like abusive, like mental abuse thing. But like I you're crazy, so like I can do like they make him right. feel we talked about it with the like, invisible man. Yes. Like the sister, yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. dysfunctional because the sister's like, well, you're crazy, so I don't trust you. And he's like, what? Like, what the fuck are you I talking know. about? And, it's like, and, and like so many of those scenes, like he was seeing it the most clear. Yeah. He's like, you guys are so far gone because of all the shit that you've done. The people that Wendy's had killed, the people that like, you know, the stuff that the kids are easily capable of doing and like how they think now. Yeah. Like there's that one scene when the birds are getting ready. This is at the end. They're getting ready to go to Mexico. And Charlotte's just like, yep, I got it. Go take like 10 grand a day. Give it to the people, whatever. She's like yeah. 15 or 16. And like, she's like money laundering. Yeah. Jonah's out there with his gun. Like the the whole thing is, is crazy. And um, I thought, so his, I think it was the last, the second to last episode of the season when he's in the back of the, when the, he gets released from the mental hospital and he's in the back of the cab. Wow. Walking to the guy. What a And scene. that is like, if you that was episode dealt, nine. Yeah. One of my, and this is like, we're getting anecdotal here. Like one of my best friends growing up was bipolar and uh, he, he would get like that. 
like I, I remember like thinking like that's that that's that kid like that's him wow. like that's like he would get like into like these spirals yeah and like you couldn't like, and it was just like complete stream of consciousness but it was like yeah. in that like manic state like that was just, unreal like, yeah that's it, that and it was, scene was unreal and the whole time he's like laughing but he's crying like that that was incredible like that was an incredible piece of acting that i yeah i, he, I, I thought i thought he was just really good and yeah. what a difficult like subject matter to like throw into the show too yeah you know, because it's already dealing with like a lot of stuff. A lot of it's kind of crazy stuff, but you know, you're like, you know, the mob. You got like a hitman. You got like these poppy fields. You got like all kinds of chaos going on. You're electrocuting yeah. docks. Like you're doing all this stuff, and then you're like, let's bring in what is a very serious subject. And anytime you do that, like you gotta, you gotta do it the right way. Otherwise, it comes off real bad. Right. And that's a risk. Like if if they fuck that up really bad, it's just like it's almost like insulting. And you're like, what, yeah. what are we doing here? Or it's like cringy to watch, like yeah, they're not doing right. that good, or they're not honoring the right. disease, or they're just kind of like making fun of it, which they did not do. No, because because like you said, I mean, the brilliant part of that was like, yeah, like this guy has struggles with mental illness, but he's also the voice of reason. He's also yeah. the one being like, no, like I'm not nuts. Like yeah, this is you're actually watching happening. It you're like you're like this guy is so spot on with all of this, yeah. and then they're just like no, and there's an interesting relationship there, and like the way Marty Jason Bateman is talking about him and like how he's known him since he was 19. And so like, he basically doesn't listen to shit that he says. No. He's just like, got to get him out of the house, get rid of him. Bad idea. Although I think getting him out of the house, he was trying to protect him. Yes. I think because the longer you're there, the kids know he's hanging out with Joan all the time. He's going to find out what's going on. And Marty was right. Like he, and he's a wild knew card. that yeah. it wasn't going to work out. Whereas Wendy's like, no, I want you to stay huge right. mistake by Wendy. Well, that I mean, that's the other thing too that I'm I'm glad that they went into with this season that they didn't with the other seasons is that like Marty and Wendy like they don't trust each other and from ninety percent they don't fucking like each other either. No, like this whole don't. show started with them her cheating on him, yeah, him being aloof and like whatever, and like and that's just gotten worse. Him and not to put this out there, Ryan, but I'll put myself in there as well. If either of us had their wives cheat on them, and there mm-hmm. happened to be a video of it. How many times would you watch it? Zero. And of, and of course, the answer is zero. Yeah, of course, zero. the answer is zero. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. That was messed up shit in the first season. Yeah. Holy you just keep watching it and keep watching. And I think it was like, because over time, I think he, he was starting to let it go and un- kind of understood. But mm-hmm. the more he watched the video, it like fre- it made it fresh again. And that oh pissed him off. And that like dro- drove him a little bit. That was And nuts. maybe it was because like. If if I watch that and I see my wife doing that, she's done something wrong. So now I can keep doing stuff wrong too, and she can't tell me not to. Right. You'll always have that. You always have that no. to fall back, and that's incredibly unhealthy. That's not good. No, you're not gonna that's, get. You're not gonna get through that. So that's why no. you get a therapist, which we'll get to her. Which we'll get to. We'll yeah. get to her. Hilarious. But yeah, you're right. Like I don't think. In fact, most of the first half of the season of season three is just Marty and Wendy lying to each other, like doing stuff opposed to the other one yeah, disagreeing like kind of with each other, other. yeah they don't like each other very much there's a few scenes where they say that they love each other one of them is at the end of season two mm-hmm. right after wendy completely went rogue and had ruth's father killed and uh marty was not ready for that <laughs> no uh so then they had to stay there because he was ready to go he's ready to pack his shit and go mm-hmm. but he was so here's my question and i think i know the answer are the birds quote good guys no they're not. In fact, Wendy mm-hmm. might be. She's so she's more cold blooded. I think what happens is a lot of times things happen kind of out of out of Marty's control. 
not every time, but more yeah. often than not, kind of out of his control. And then he just thinks of the logical way to deal with it. Like he's always just like, yes. all right, now I have to react this way. Whereas Wendy to me is more calculated, and she's like, she's the one that's like, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll kill this person. Whereas like that is the very last thing that Marty would do. No, and I think I think because we have a lot of sports fans in the house. So yeah. how I would describe this is Marty's the the pocket passer who's waiting for the play to develop in front of him. He's waiting okay. to see yeah. who what the best option is. Whereas mm-hmm. Wendy's rolling out and looking to run first. She is, and, and like she's that's, just like that's developed as it's gone on too. Mm-hmm. Like and like it, more and more embracing the role in this like this whole season where she's like talking to Navarro more and Mar- even Marty's like what do you do like what what is this yeah. yeah. And his experience, like, and that was a great, that was my favorite episode of the season. And I think I, which one, when he was in was Mexico or it was four. Okay. I think when it was, um, he was in Mexico and there was all the shit was going down and basically they set up a scenario where only he could fix it. Yeah. I remember like Ruth was running around, like all the money was like frozen. Yep. yep Navarro yep, and like yep. the shit was hitting the fans. That was really good. And it was basically like a test. To see yeah. if they needed Marty or not, right? Because she and Ruth didn't realize what she did either. Was yeah. when when they were like, "Hey, um, can you run things if Mar- if uh, Marty's not here?" She's like, "Yeah, right. I can run things." And so that whole thing was set yeah. up to see if she, now if she could have done that. If it went, if they fixed it, Marty probably would. Mar- Marty probably dies. Yeah, I they don't so. need him. I think I think you're right. And then he shows up and he's like, "Yeah, this happens all the time. You just do bang, 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 and it's done. Fixed mm-hmm. it." How about him when he returns from like how he's acting when he returned from Mexico? I mean, uh, clearly the dude was like in shock, and yeah. I, that would and that was I needed something else from him. Yeah, like I needed like the whole like stoic like we'll deal with it kind of guy. Like mm-hmm. kind of went away for a couple episodes. Yeah, which was great. It was nice to see him get to that like break. Because like point. that that kind of like it broke through to him. Yeah, I also think how the season ends is going to do that too, which we'll we'll get to. Yeah. Now, so the, the birds definitely aren't good guys, but do you find yourself rooting for the birds? Uh, no. See, it's funny because I think, like, I don't want bad things to happen to Jason Bateman. And then for some something weird to me, something weird about it was, and we just got over saying how they don't even like each other, but yeah. part of me was like, I can't wait to see what the first scene's going to be like when Marty returns to Wendy. Like, how is she going to be any different? Are they going to show any kind of compassion for each other? Like, I wanted to see that, even though they're definitely, like, bad people. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I just, I'm interested to see now, because, like, they, well, I don't want to give too much away until we get into, like, the actual, like, we're actually, fuck it, we're in spoilers. We're in spoilers. Yeah, we'll go, jump um, around, because I might forget about it, so go ahead. Uh, once, um, who's the, the Helen Pierce. Helen. Once she, once she, Clearly, at the end of season three, gets taken out. You that, knew it was going to be. I don't see it was nuts. And so it was nuts. And they get tipped off too. The FBI agent calls Marty and is like, "Don't get on the plane." And you're thinking mm-hmm. like she might be right because there's a whole lot of things like Helen's trying to get her name on the on the casino and like right. all this stuff. They're trying to like Helen's trying to get the birds out. The birds trying to get Helen out. You don't really know who they're going to side with, even though much of the whole season is either Wendy or Marty trying to make it clear to Navarro that they need them. That's yes. like the whole thing. And then, so yeah, that scene at the end, they get off the plane, then boom, and then the blood right in her hair. It was just like, and then he like hugs them, like she's like she's got pieces of brain all over yeah. them. And she's and now they're going to like a baptism or something. Yeah, it's crazy. what a scene though. Very Godfather. That that was a scene. Who's your favorite character uh, in the series? 
Um, when he was on it, I really liked Buddy. Buddy was the really guy good. who the guy who was housed there, and, and he provided he was a, you know a little bit of comedy there. But Buddy I was really, good. I really liked. Um, who was it? I, I like uh, Wyatt Langmore, and the Lang. I like the Langmores a little bit. Ruth and Wyatt. Okay, I like I like those. Two. Ruth Ruth is weird, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's her voice or the accent that she's using. But it's like some of the scenes she says, it seems like awkward almost. And then like yeah. there there are times and you can go, it can be in the same episode where I think she's the best character and then or like one of the worst. Like it it's it swings like crazy with me with her. It does. Overall, but- I like her. Like I like the character I like. Um you as far as people you're rooting for, it would be her to do well. But I don't know. Sometimes she just like she drives me nuts. My who's your least favorite character? Charlotte. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. See, I don't like Wyatt. No. And part of it is, and Ryan, I've said this before, and maybe it shouldn't matter. I am no Brad Pitt from Meet Joe Black. <laughs> but <laughs> Wyatt is the ugliest motherfucker I've ever seen. Oh, in my he's life. ugly, but he's got distinct features. He's super ugly. He's super ugly. But like yeah. a, a kid who just You know, I, I really like about the Langmore kid, three is not a factor for me, but yeah, the other redheaded one, yeah, three. But um, they're obviously like bright, intelligent kids who yeah. come from shit, right? No, that's who true. Just like who, just like if they were given the opportunity to, you know, succeed, they would. Mm-hmm. But like they just they can't because of like who they are in in that community, you know, mm-hmm. and like those people who are like from that region. Um, so I, I definitely like they're sim- more sympathetic to me than anybody else. Um, the whole thing with Charlotte trying to emancipate herself. Yeah, that's that was one of those things where I was like, come on, like cut the that shit. Was long- this. So one of the other long storylines was the pastor who had the baby. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah. went on forever. That, that went on did. forever. And, I like, also if- like the the Snells. And I understand the Snells were a really important two important characters yes. for the show. Um. But like Darlene's husband was like, I think it was his accent too that he used. I'm like, enough. Yeah, that like, guy's actually Scottish. <laughs> he was yeah. in Westworld. Like he's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like every yeah. time he would go up there, I'm like, here comes a monologue. I'm like, I don't need this guy to start telling me all about this stuff and talk about his land and you know my yeah, right. blood in right. land. And then the other thing too, like Darlene. So she's kind of like someone just should have put a fucking bullet in her head in the middle of season two. Just like just enough. She was horrible for a while, but now yeah. she's kind of good. I kind of like her now. And it's really funny. So uh, Danielle Murr from the Greg Hill Show tweeted out like a couple days, like a day into Ozark. Yeah. Something like, oh, my God, episode five at the 38 minute mark. And like some sort of comment. So the whole time I'm like, what is going on there? What is going on there? So I'm watching the show I'm on episode like four. I'm like, all right, not yet. Episode five. And then I'm like, look at the thing. I'm like, all right, what? I went back to her tweet, I'm like 38 minute mark. And then it's Darlene and Wyatt together. I'm like, oh Humpin'. no! And then, they, and they porked. And they porked. I'll tell you, yuck! I ain't mad at it. Oh, Darlene, what do you mean, Darlene, an experienced woman, been around the block a time or two? What? It's a it's a whole like mommy thing that like an Oedipus thing that just doesn't uh, sit well with me. It kind of grosses right. me out. Too well. Okay, all right. All but right. the whole thing, like Char- like like if I'm if I'm the father of a teenage girl who like, look, I understand that like, you don't under, you don't agree with what's going on here, but like, if you do this, Mm. if you emancipate yourself and then tell this lawyer, all of this information, we are all going to fucking die. Yeah. Yeah. That was really like, you're really mad at me, but like, 
that was you, frustrating. You need to understand the gravity of this thing, you know. Let me give you an either or here, Ryan. Um, yeah. Wendy Bird or Skylar White? Who would I rather be married to? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. See, I think for me, it'd be Wendy. And I know they end up both, both Walter White and Marty Bird, both end up keeping secrets from the other one. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's a chance to either to have like that breakthrough with Wendy, where maybe you guys could be working together. Yes. Whereas Skylar, that was just never going to happen. Even even once she learned where the money was coming in, she always looked down on you and was always disgusted by you because that was not you, and she was just so above it. Yeah, I think Wendy's a better partner. Yeah, because Wendy's, yeah. um, and the whole thing with like Ted, I don't, I don't like drawing parallels. They're apples and oranges to me, but like, no, I know the whole thing with Ted Benicky. Like Wendy would have never done that. She would have had Ted killed. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, she's she wouldn't gone, have sent gone. Bill Burr and Huell to yeah. the house to like babysit him. Like she would just be like, kill him. Well, I also saw this was a good one comparing the two shows. I think KFC from Barstool was talking about, like, if you needed to get shit done, would you rather have Marty Bird and Ruth or Walter White and Jesse? It depends. That's the thing. Like, it depends on what I need done. Yeah. Like, if I think he said it like, what was it? Like, the cartel's coming after you. Like, you have to get out of this situation. Who do you? It's probably It's probably Marty Bird. Because Walter's going to pull some bullshit, which ultimately is going to get him killed. Because he's going to literally try to like blow them up. But not only that, but like he's, yeah. I think Walt, I'm secondary. Like Walt's going to keep Walt safe. Yeah. There's a chance Marty might help me. Like if it's yeah. if it's yeah. if I work for the, you know what I mean. Like if it's me though, they might keep me safe. Yeah. True. Walt Walt only cares about Walt getting Walt out. He doesn't care about Jesse. He doesn't care about. No, that's a good. That's actually a great point. Marty cares about Ruth. Yes, you know, like Marty, like, shit. he would help her. All right, so this is, and we're kind of all over the place, but there's a lot. To, there's a lot to cover. Yeah. Uh, two things before I get to my favorite other scenes, besides Ben tackling the guy outside of the wood chipper. Yeah. Um, there's a theory out there, and I don't think I agree with it that Ben is still alive. Do you, you never give that, see him die? So that's. One of the reasons why, and again, mm-hmm. major characters almost always die on screen. But the way Wendy reacted, first of all, drinking like a handle of vodka in like an afternoon. And then being fine? Yeah, that's outrageous. Trust me. I've, yeah. I've never drank half that much. It felt much, much, much worse. So yeah. that's full of crap. But so clearly she wasn't in on it because she doesn't react that way. Also, yeah. she was reacting that way by herself. And... First of all, her plan was shitty because I don't think Super she even knew what she was going to be doing. And then how do you fall asleep in the car and let yourself have the police come over to you anyway? Like, yeah. it like, like either get to Knoxville or don't. And it seemed like and, and then she obviously sets up Ben. I So I think Ben's dead. I think he's dead, too. And the, the, like you said, that was frustrating because you're like, you know, he's going to fuck this up. Like, you cannot fall asleep. You cannot no. leave him alone. You just got to like, get him there. But the problem is. Like, what do you do if you're Wendy? She was never going to get him. She was never going to get him there. I mean, that that was a fool's errand. They tried putting him into, uh, like, a clinic. Right. That didn't work. He gets out, and now he's calling Helen. He already confronted Helen and her daughter. Which you knew then. The second he... That was it. He's done. And you're like, what? Mm -hmm. But I don't know what else you do. I mean, because even if you get him to Knoxville, he still has a phone. 
Oh yeah, and they'll and find like, him. He's like, still gonna I come think, back or something. I think that was the realization. That's what clicked. Is like, even if I get him, and she says to him, like, "Where can I? Where? Where can we go? Where can you go? Where you'll be fine?" And I think yeah. in asking that question, she realizes like nowhere. Like you're not. You're done. Yeah, you know? and then I also thought it was weird. I thought Ruth was gonna respond much worse than she did. She was more she, calm about Ben dying. Like she made a little comment to Nelson the hitman. Yeah. But I thought she was going to be like screaming like you had to like rip her off him, but she didn't. Well she get again, I mean that might be Marty Chop. rubbing off her. She hasn't done anything yet. Yeah. And I think well I that, think, that's that's what turns her to join up with Darlene. And I think she's going to go at Wendy has now killed her father and her boyfriend. Yeah, so season four, she's going to try to kill. They're going to go at Wendy. And dude, Darlene is and Darlene, Darlene confronting and Darlene the KC mob. Darlene's yeah. she was annoying for a while, and the whole thing with like the like the custody battle or whatever. But like, she's yeah. such a badass. Like, you, shot you have pecker, to respect shot her. his pecker off. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> shot your boy's pecker off. Couldn't I, find I laughed it. at that. Couldn't yeah. find it at first. <laughs> oh, one quick thing about Ruth uh, Langmore, mm-hmm. the actress who uh, plays her, Julia Garner, mm-hmm. is married to the lead singer of Foster the People. I like that. That's information. World. That's information. Yeah, I that is have. stuff that you didn't have before. So anyway, I think Ben's dead. But again, we just saw a bag in there. We don't know who it was. So two of my other favorite parts that were like not real major plot points, but were hilarious. Besides Ben tackling the guy that the the older couple that owned the other casino boat. Yeah. When he finally pushes the wife, which I don't condone, by the way. But no, 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 no. He pushes her. The spill that she took all the way down was hilarious. It was hilarious because there was no other sound. No, and just it took, her. It took forever. Oh, it was like a long, <laughs> like a big hill. It was like the it was like the the wine grape stomp lady from YouTube yeah. back in the and day. And he just kind of like looks over his shoulder and he's like looks to see if anyone's there and then he just walks away. Well, because she was just nagging him the whole time. Oh, what like, a bitch. got a tiny pecker or whatever else she was saying. Yeah, I should have married your a, brother. Yeah, like oh, that you like. <laughs> She went to like push him in the head, and he like he didn't even push her. He just like That's swatted true. her hand away, and she like That's lost true. her balance. That's a good point, actually. He didn't even yeah. really push her, but she went flying down that hill. <laughs> it was so funny. Which you don't like to see people. If she got up, if she sprung up, I would have laughed. At, I would like. You I know, also, like when your friend yeah. falls, yes. and there's that, mo- or your you haven't had the ability. Your child falls. Oh no! And there's she that falls. moment. Oh, there's yeah. that moment where you're like, oh, and, and then, then they like, get up, and then it's funny. Like around, yeah, like, yeah. Now we can laugh. Now we can yeah. laugh. And the other part I was laughing about is the therapist that they had, which first Marty was bribing, and then Wendy was bribing, and then like it comes out like what was going on, and and Marty's like, "You're a fucking beauty," and then Wendy's like, "Shut the fuck up, Sue," and like she's just <laughs> yeah. like looking around, and then tries to bribe them, and then obviously she gets, and they're both bribing her. And the well, other thing that I thought was kind of stupid and silly, she shows up in a McLaren like to their house, like a bright yellow McLaren. I'm like, that was a bit much. They're not. A bit much. If he's if he's tipping you three three hundred bucks a pop, like you're not affording it like a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar car. No, but then they paid her off, remember? And they gave her way more money. That yeah, she I got know. like much more money after the fact. Oh, did you think at all? Obviously, Ben ended up going out with Ruth, but very early on, I thought Helen was kind of giving him eyes. If you go back and watch, I thought Helen, like the first two times she sees Ben, it was almost like, oh, like maybe she was just sizing him up to be like, you know, is this guy going to know information? But I thought it was also like, you know, she's a, she's single and she sees him like, here's a dude coming into Ozark. Oh, maybe. I thought there was, thought there might've been something there. Something there, something, something. Uh, Good scene with Jonah sticking the gun in uh, Helen's face. That was good. That was Um, pretty good. Jonah's going to lose his shit. 
Yeah, he is. He's out. Oh, by the way, a Jonah Ben like cross country drive series would be great. That would be great. Those two guys like, get those two in a drone, and then have them meet up with Steve and Dustin or uh, Steve. I love it. Back in time. That'd be, that'd be a good. That'd be a good show. Um, I didn't really like the FBI agent Maya Davis, and I, I she no. served a purpose, but I wasn't. She served really a purpose. Like, but she's better than one of the uh, you talked about characters that stuck around a, a way too long. Petty, yeah. the FBI yeah. agent. I so started that's doing... the thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're talking about so Ben was really good in season three, yeah. but season one and two, it was the it was the preacher who's a little annoying. It was uh, Officer Petty. Yeah, it was Darlene's husband. It was Ruth's dad. It was, it was Kate. Dad. Who was the the owner the the blue cat? Oh, the owner of the blue cat too, who ended up uh, wearing the wire. They got rid of her real quick. Yeah, real quick. Yeah, that's right. Her yeah, name they, in the yeah went the blue cat, the strip club, then the casino. Yeah, so they're launched in. So obviously, we got to have a season four. Have to, and so that's probably what's going to be. It's going to be Ruth and Darlene and Wyatt kind of versus the. Um, and they have the KC mob with them now too, and which is also smart because they're locals. So it's turned into like locals versus outsiders. Yep. So that's yeah, like they've that. aligned it that way, which is like it's smart to me. Yeah, that's true. And then they'll probably introduce another character. They're gonna have to like somebody else is gonna roll through, or I don't know who else they can bring back. But they got they got to bring in somebody else. I think. Yeah. Um, unless some of it more of the season takes place in. Uh, Mexico potentially. Oh, and the whole thing, by the way, the other we're talking about storylines that uh, and bringing other people in. The whole thing with them trying to get the casino license from the was it the senator or whatever? Yeah, that took a that while. That fucking took forever. That took a long time. Yeah, that took a long time. Yeah, and that was season two too. So good point. Yeah. Anything else from uh, Ozark? Good. And, Watch and it, man. Watch. We'll it. get to some questions here too. If you guys, we'll start looking at the uh, chat. So go ahead and jump into the chat as we do. We'll do pick of the pod and all that other stuff, but. Um, anything Ozark related, we can keep it all spoilers here too. Mm-hmm. So feel free to uh, comment on anything from any of the seasons. Um, all right, Ryan, what do you say we get to your pick of the pod? Let's do her. All right, you want to kick, receive, defer, or defend a goal? I will receive. Okay. What do you got? Um, I talk a lot about like video game, like AAA games that people play all the time. And um, one of the things I want to that I played that I really like, if you guys are into, it's the same company, um, Supergiant Games, who make uh, Bastion. They made a game called Transistor and a game called Pyre. Uh, they have a game called Hades, which is an early access right now. It's a dungeon crawler like Diablo, but it's set like in Greek mythology. Um, I, I played through this casually, um, and it's it's like a dungeon crawl. As far as dungeon crawlers go, I mean, Supergiant's a really good if you played Transistor and you played Bastion, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, it's 25 bucks right now, which is like a fraction of like what a AAA game costs, and it, it's uh, it's super polished, super good. So if you guys are into like dungeon crawlers, definitely check out. It's called Hades. It's on Steam. Uh, I think you can get it on PlayStation Network too. All right, I like that. Uh, I watched a documentary on Netflix, a four-part documentary called "How to Fix a Drug Scandal," and I think. Being from Massachusetts is what makes it the most interesting. I think if mm-hmm. you're from outside of New England, you probably wouldn't care as much. But this is the story that there was a couple 
there was a like a drug research lab or whatever where they like basically when people get arrested they have drugs on them and then they have to mm-hmm. go get tested to prove that they are actually drugs right right and so there's a there's a test lab in boston and there's one in amherst and each place had a person that for one reason or other may not have been doing their jobs correctly and then sort of what that then leads to for people who may have been locked up or everything oh. else and so this happened not too long ago either. And I remember hearing about it like here and there, but mm-hmm. so it's just a four part series. It's pretty good. And again, just because it's, it's Massachusetts, I think it makes a little bit more sense. So. Yeah, right on. All right. Um, next week, Ryan, we might have a free play. Cause I was thinking we were going to do the tiger King and I, but there really isn't enough there. There's not enough there. And I don't like Joel McHale anymore. Mm-hmm. He's kind of a douche. Yeah. Well, I'm not a big, I'm not going to defend him. I got no reason to defend, defend him. You no. reason. You're, you're on my side on this one. Yep, I am. I I've come to bat for you. You come to bat for me on this one. Yeah. Uh, this one's uh, Jordan. He says, more of a comment than a question. I love Dell, and I was sad they killed his character in season one, but it obviously raised the stakes. So I get it. Yeah. Yeah. You have anything to say about that? Yeah. Uh, Another funny moment was Sam's mom getting hit by a garbage truck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh-huh. That was uh-huh. funny when he's like yeah. screaming at her. Yeah. She's just uh, taking it up with a garbage truck. David says a TMZ Tiger King special aired on Fox tonight. Tiger King, what really went down? And should probably watch right after this. Okay. Maybe that's better. Uh, no, is it, was that I, I on did, Fox too? It was like, yeah, but it was like TMZ. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. I think I'm I'm think I'm done with it. You're Tiger Kinged out. I think I'm Tiger Kinged out. I'm done. You're Tiger Tiger King out. Mm-hmm. Oh, this one's uh how about this? Uh old buddy Jason Rossi, formerly of the uh the Dale and Keefe program. Now of Rossi on wrestling fame, Ozark's pilot is a top five first episode. Well, first episode and pilot are redundant, Rossi, uh, of a series ever. I guess I have to go back and watch. I remember it sucked me in. Yeah, because remember it's him jerking off in the car. <laughs> That's how it starts. <laughs> Rossi was big into that, I guess. About like him and the prostitute, but like he doesn't actually get the prostitute, and then he goes home and watches the video of his wife getting nailed, and then yeah, I can't really relate to any of those. I things. can't really relate. It's not a relatable character at that point for me. But it is. It's a good introduction of the character too. No, not that part, but the part where <laughs> um, you know, he his business partner was kind of skimming off the top, and, and that's what yeah, sees his business partner get killed. Mm-hmm. So there is that. I got gotcha. you. Uh, what else we got? Anything else? Else. This is nice. Scott says he's never seen us do this live before. Again, if you listen on the podcast, thank you. You can also on Monday nights stream us on YouTube. Just go to youtube.com slash dork podcast. Uh, we usually tweet out a link Who has as well. Great teeth? Which one of us has great teeth? He says you both have great teeth. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I don't think... Now, do you want me to keep doing live shows or do you want me to keep cranking them out? Because I can't do. No, I don't think he means can't do both at the same time. Yeah. He says keep cranking them out. You gotta well, read I can, the I can do this or I can, I can do one or the other. I can't do both at the same time. No, that's true. Uh, yeah. By the way, Davey eyeballs. Nice teeth. Never had braces. No glasses, no braces. I've what also that? never had braces. I probably mm-hmm. could, though. They're not exactly all straight. But Thank you, Gianna. Yeah, Gianna. Joel, Joel, Joel McHale stinks. He does. He's such like a fucking, like, I just yeah. want to punch him. Mm-hmm. Want, wasn't he, didn't he play college football? Yeah, he's like a walk-on at Washington. Like, he yeah, played, like, like he in a major, football. like, conference. Yeah. yeah. Pretty crazy. I'm not going to fight him then because he's a D1 athlete. He's, he's tall. He's a big he's dude. Tall. He's, he's a big, big dude. dude. Yeah, he's got the reach on you. You yeah. can rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and just about everywhere else. Uh, podcasts are available. Tell a friend. Tell a dork. 
Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram, YouTube. I mentioned you can email us anytime, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. And between the uh, Twitter and the email, feel free during this uh, this time where there are no movies in the theaters, uh, throw us some episode suggestions as well. We we may just throw them right back. Let's be honest. We might just, just throw, throw them right, right back. back. But yep. we might we might uh, we might take them. So. Oh, and by the way, I forgot to mention cross plug. We did we did do a uh, a live episode a live episode last night with um with Mac and Goo. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In our quarantine house. So yeah, check that definitely out. go check that out. And again, I say if you listen to the Mac and Goo podcast and you listen to us, I'm going to say the same thing I said on here. It's not a question of whether or not I'm going to win this. It's just by how much. I think you're wrong about that, Ryan. So I'm basically, not wrong the about premise it at all. was the four of us each gets a draft four fictional characters that we'd want to be quarantined with and so is there a poll up yet are they gonna do a poll i'm looking right now i don't think there's a poll up yet they said they were going to all right we'll retweet that as soon as we can uh i i don't know what next week is we're gonna try to figure that out uh ryan says if you guys watch escape from danamora slow burn but very good miniseries on prime i have not on primo you know what I just started to watch, by the way? Did you see the movie that came out last year called Crawl? The one with the alligators, the Sam yeah. Raimi produced one? Is it good? Yes. I heard it was good. So I haven't finished it, and it's on Epics, and like everybody has Epics free yeah. right now. So I started watching it. I'm only like 20 minutes in, but like I'm I'm liking it. And I just remember seeing the preview and being like, there's no way this movie's good. And then the next thing you know, all the reviews were like, good, good horror movie. Yeah. It was oh. a Sam Raimi produced the game. The guy who did like Dead Silence or something like that directed it. Yeah, it's it's ah uh, the fuck is his name Alejandra. Uh, What's the one with the the blind guy in the house? Is that Dead Silence? Uh, don't breathe. Don't breathe. So it's like it was that guy. Yeah, I got I got his stuff right here. Alexandra Aha A J A J A Aha Aha. He directed. You ready for this? Yep. High tension. Which was that's good. the one. It was that movie was fucking awesome. The I hills love that have movie. the hills have eyes remake. Yeah, not bad. Mirrors, Piranha 3D, Horns, uh, the Ninth Life of Louis Drax, and Crawl. I don't know. I really liked High Tension. Remember. I thought that was a good like High Tension was good. The horror movie. Yeah. The end when the girl like reaches out for the other girl. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cameron says, I watched Westworld season one and liked it. Same. Skipped season two after watching the first episode. Same. Although, no, I think I made it through like three episodes. Now I'm hearing season three is pretty good. Have you kept up with it? Is it worth getting back into? So, Dave, you've watched more of this than I have. I've watched two episodes, and yes, it is It is good. It's better. But again, I mean, what's going to happen? Like, I don't think, I think they're flying by the seat of their pants at this point in terms of writing. Like, they don't know. Like I saw what? people on the Twitter were saying that like this week's episode was one of the best they've ever had. Okay, so I'm like two episodes behind. Got it. But I, I'm been, I've been catching up. I watched all of Better Call Saul in a day. Oh like, shit! Catch up this current season. Oh, actually, here's a good idea. When is that done? That could be our episode next week, could actually, be. if it's done. And what this, I- the past episode, I saw the one with Mike Saul in the in the desert. Um. Oh, Bagman? That might be the best episode of this series. Bagman was incredible. I was just it was yeah. like so tense. It was so yep. tense. But oh, so there's two more episodes. So there's an episode airing like at right now. So, like right as now. we're on. Yeah. And then there's an episode next week. So maybe in two weeks we'll do Better Call Saul. 
And or yeah, no, three, and, no, fuck, three weeks because we record weeks. on a Monday. So we got to do better call Saul. And I, it's so good how like even if you know, all right, can I say this because we're into spoilers? If you have fans here, right? Spoilers. Even if you know, I'm not, not going to be specific. Go even ahead. if you know what happens to specific characters. Oh yeah. It's still it good. still matters. Like, how do they make a prequel? How do you, how do you care that much about what happens to characters in a prequel when you know what happens to some of the you characters? You know what happens to them, but like, so I am some of the stuff that the characters say in the Bagman episode. Yeah, blew my mind. Yeah, and I am something that Mike says that bl- like blew my mind. So are they? They're doing one more season, I believe. Or I two? think so. One more. I think, I think one this more. one and then one more because then they're go because right now they're like they're getting close. The to everyone's getting everyone's close. getting set up. I know, am so. flabbergasted though. How is this show going to deal with uh, Saul's love interest? Yeah, how are you going to do that and then make it make sense for Breaking Bad? And that's why you keep watching because, like, yeah, like I said, there's things that you know, like that. Yeah, that I don't character know. isn't in Breaking Bad. Like that right. character has to clear somewhere. And she's a great, she's a good, good, she's good awesome character. Character, yeah. Kim like, they, they keep kind of pointing in ways that maybe, but then you're like, no, maybe this will nope. And so but I don't I think, know. Ah, oh, just Vince Gilligan and whoever his writing team is so good because like they're awesome. So basically, like if you think of Breaking Bad as a chess game, like mm-hmm. this is them putting the pieces on the board, like and you mm-hmm. see it happening in real time, and it's so fucking good. It's so good. It's pretty good. So Peter Gould, yes, he's done a bunch of episodes. He wrote episode one of this season. He is writing and directing the season finale. Awesome. So that'll be great. Next mm-hmm. week is uh, another dude who I'm trying to think. I think he looking at it. He hasn't done any yet this season, but I'm sure he's done stuff last season. But anyway, better call Saul. So next week we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out, Ryan. We'll figure it. mailbag. Who knows? Um, who knows? Oh, I know how we should sign off episodes now. It's gonna be like a little. It's gonna be like a little. We both say something. Okay. I'm gonna ask you a question, and then you answer it. And I, I assume you know what the answer is, and then that's just gonna be it. Make sense? Okay. Yep. I'm gonna say, you know what they say about wombats? Square buttholes. <laughs>